Hello, welcome or welcome back to the Faith Talks podcast. For those of you who are new here and that don't know me, my name is Deborah and I'm a faith-based content creator. I share all about my journey with God to encourage you on your journey with Him. And for those of you who are not new here, who already know me, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. It is so good to have you here, each and every single one of you. And today in this week's Faith Talks episode, I want to speak about something so extraordinary extremely important, which is prayer. Let's talk about prayer. I've been getting some questions. How do I pray? What do I pray? What do I say in prayer? Let's talk about those things today because we are nearing the end of the year. We're getting close to the end of 2023, or we are pretty much in the end now, but the year is not over yet. And I truly believe that there is so much power in prayer. The enemy knows how powerful prayer is. So he will do anything to silence us, to get us not to pray, to make us believe that prayer doesn't do anything. Like it's not, the Lord is not hearing our prayers so that we don't pray for certain breakthroughs, so that we don't pray for certain chains over our lives and certain powers over our lives to be broken in the name of Jesus. If he can silence that within us and make us believe otherwise, we're not going to be praying. And praying absolutely makes a difference. It is so powerful. So as the year is coming to an end, I want to stir that up within you again to prompt you and let you know, like, get in that prayer closet, get in prayer with the Lord, pray, pray for the things that you've been praying for this year that maybe might seem like they haven't happened yet. Let's pray for them again. Cast out our nets again, as Jesus tells the disciples to do, cast them out again and let prayer transform you. And let's start there. Like, what is prayer? Why do we pray? Prayer is communication with God. Prayer is communicating with our dad, with our father in heaven, and with our maker. It is communicating not just our troubles, but also the things that we're grateful for. And prayer is a way of letting the Lord transform us. I think that there can be a misconception of prayer is coming before the Lord and bringing him my request. I want this, 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 this. But if we see prayer that way, then God becomes a genie and we just bring our request before the Lord. But that's not how it works. Sitting in prayer in that prayer closet, being in isolation with God is a transformative process. It transforms you. It really, really does. Praying is a way to invite the Lord into your every single day. It is a way of saying, Lord, I need you. I I cannot walk through life myself. If we walk through life without praying, then we're not letting God in anywhere. So when we pray, it's kind of surrendering our life over to him and letting him know, Lord, I am building a dependence on you. I want to depend on you in any and everything. I want to let you in on every part of my life. So in short, that is what prayer is. It is communicating with our dad, with our father in heaven, with our Abba father. Jesus says one of the first things when he mentions how to pray, and we're going to go to that in a second, is our father, our heavenly father, our dad. So father is an important role of God. He is not just this like all-powerful creator. He's our dad. He's our father. Again, it is that communication with God. So how do we pray? Now, there is not one way to pray. There is not one specific length of prayer that you need to be praying, or you cannot be praying this because it's too short, or you need to pray this elaborate prayer. Prayer is something that we can do all throughout the day. In my life I literally pray all the time like every single day when I'm I've mentioned this before but when I'm at the grocery store I'm constantly speaking to Jesus because he's our best friend I share anything with my friends that I consider my best friend like we speak about any and everything so I do that with Jesus as well it is those silent prayers that I pray in my head of like Lord be with me today or Lord 
this just happened like can you believe it it's those kind of prayers but it's also coming home sitting down in my in my chair with my bible and with a little notebook and writing down what i'm praying for and really having that communication of lord today i bring before you this what do you think about this show me my heart's motives when it comes to asking about these things that is where the transformation happens again it's not just lord i want this 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 this, this. it is communicating with the lord and how do we pray now let's look at matthew 6 verse 5 to 13 this is jesus speaking and teaching and he says and when you pray do not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others truly i tell you they have received their reward in full but when you pray go into your room close the door and pray to your father who's unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you and when you pray do not keep on babbling like pagans for they think they will be heard because of their many words do not be like them for your father knows what you need before you ask him this then is how you should pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. All right. So there's a lot about prayer in this little piece of scripture. So let's quickly go over everything what Jesus said. So first of all, do not be like the hypocrites for they love standing to praying in synagogues to be seen by others. Then in verse six, it says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door, pray to your father. So AKA go into a quiet place to pray it praying is not something to boast about these people that stood around the synagogues praying in in front of everybody to kind of show off in a way that completely kind of counteracts what, pray, what prayer is about because in prayer we humble ourselves before the lord how can you be humble when you're standing on a street corner for everybody to watch you praying so when it comes to prayer go into your quiet room go into your inner room sit with the lord jesus is right there with you he hears you so let's start there second of all in verse seven it said when you pray do not keep on babbling like pagans for they think they will be heard because of their many words aka a prayer does not have to be a specific length for God to hear it. You don't have to keep going on because that's only then will the Lord hear you. Not at all. It says that your father knows exactly what you need before you even say anything, before you even speak anything. Like God already knows what we need. So sometimes just to go before him in silence and there are times when I don't know what to pray. So then I pray like, Lord, you know what, you know what has happened. You know what, what has happened in this situation I don't know what to pray, but Father, will you deal with it in the way that you have to deal with it? Will you work on my heart? Will you work on the other person's heart if somebody else is involved? Or will you work in this situation in a way that only you can? And that then is my prayer. Or you can pray scriptures as well. I've spoken about this before. It is so powerful to pray scripture. This is where we really need to memorize scripture. And I'm still working on that as well to really memorize. And how do we memorize scripture? Um, a friend of mine said, study scripture like a test, as if you have to do an exam for it soon. When you do an exam, you have to revise everything and make sure that it's in your head. Let's do that with scripture. In prayer, we can ask for the Lord's help. Prayer is all about inviting the Lord in. Like I said before, it is showing the Lord that we want to depend on him. It's building that dependence. Lord, I cannot do this on my own. I need your help. Our father hears our prayers. He really does. And of course, there are prayers that we pray that seem to go unanswered. But we need to know that when it seems like there is no answer, it's because the Lord knows what's best. He knows. He knows something that we don't. 
his ways are so much higher than our ways, right? And it is painful when we pray for healing or we pray for restoration in people's lives and it does not happen and maybe they pass away or it gets worse. That is heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking. And Jesus knows that. He sits there. He weeps with us. But we need to know that our Father truly does know best in the end. This world is a broken world. It's a bro this is not our home. This is not our home. So when people pass away as hard as it is for us to understand the lord knows god knows how much grief that lays upon us while our loved ones are they're going home right in prayer it is so important to yes bring our requests before the lord lord i am praying for healing i'm praying for the situation to turn around i'm expectant i believe you can do this but then at the end also to come to a place of but father your will be done and this might seem very contradicting but this is, again, this is where the transformation happens and where our hearts get aligned with what the Lord has for us and where we start praying for things that the Lord has for us. Because when I look at my apartment, I always mention my apartment testimony because I can really see how that stretched my faith. Like I got to walk on this incredible thing with the Lord. And within that, my prayers at one point were, Lord, I'm praying for this specific apartment, right? I was praying for this building. But then at the end, I was able to say, but Father, if you if this is not what you have for me, then I'm believing you have something better. Then prepare my heart to know that if I get rejected for this place, that it's only because you have something better. Lord, your will be done in this situation. And we see that with Jesus as well. In Matthew 26, verse 39, Jesus went into prayer and had that moment of, Lord, this is what's going on. Here's my pain. Here's everything. May this cup pass from me. May it be taken away from me. Father, may it go another way, but let your will be done. Not mine, but your will. I surrender to your will. I lay this down before you in prayer and I surrender to you. And through the cross, through that awful thing that Jesus had to endure for us, that he is well prayed away, but that God said, mm -mm, we, you have to go through this. We, we got to go through this. We see that sometimes painful situations do not get taken away. Sometimes that is not part of God's plan for us, not because he wants to hurt us, but because there's something that needs to be birthed out of this pain. There is something that can only come out of this pain. There is life in the cross. There is life. And that is so hard for us to understand because it is painful. But Jesus knows he lives with us through this because he went through it. He went through it. Like, isn't that the most amazing thing about our God that he's not some distant God on the throne who doesn't understand our pain. He does. He's distant because he doesn't know. No, Jesus has walked through it all. He took on human form. He lived a human life as God, but he lived a human life to experience the things that we experience so that when we come to him in prayer, in our pain, he says, I know, I know my child. I know how much this hurts you. I'm crying there with you. I'm weeping with you. Jesus weeps as well, like at Lazarus passing away. Jesus wept. He wept because he saw the, the grief it was causing around him of his friend passing away. Like Jesus is right there with us. Somebody's prayer life in the Bible that I love and admire is Hezekiah. I spoke about him in last week's faith talks or the faith talks before that hezekiah is a king who serves the lord and his prayer life is so beautiful we can see some of these moments in kings this is where hezekiah gets a distressing letter basically doubting the lord and doubting what the lord is going to do so it says that in verse 14 hezekiah received the letter from the messengers read it then he went up to the temple of the lord and spread it out before the lord so he spread the letter out before for god um, in verse 15, it reads, and Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, Lord, the God of Israel enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over the kingdom. 
And then it goes on. So basically he's laying this letter out before the Lord and is saying, God, look at this. I want you to see this. I want to lay it bare. I want to lay it open. And I want you to know my heart in this, that it, this is distressing me. But Father, see this letter and do what only you can do. And as you read on, it's it shows God's reply in this as well, where the Lord says, I have heard your prayer. And then this whole response to that, like God hears our prayers. And when we come before him open and honestly as his children, like why would he refuse us even if we don't know exactly what to pray now let's look at the situation again in hezekiah's life where the lord spoke something but hezekiah's prayer is what changed what happened i don't know if that makes sense but let's just read through it this is in 2 kings 20 verse 1 to 6 so it reads in those days hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death so he was very sick the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order because you are going to die. You will not recover. So you will not recover. So the Lord spoke a word that was pretty final. Then in verse 2, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. So that was... A very short prayer it was pretty much a statement he didn't even ask like lord heal me lord do this do a miracle he just said like father please remember how i've walked with you i have dedicated my whole life to you i've walked with you in full devotion and then he cried like crying is a prayer in itself isn't it because it shows that pain it shows that pain before the lord the lord sees every single tear we cry so after that in verse 4 it says before isaiah had left the middle court the word of the lord came to him go back and tell hezekiah the ruler of my people this is what the lord the god of your father david says i have heard your prayer and seen your tears i will heal you on the third day from now you will go to the temple of the lord i will add 15 years to your life and i will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of assyria i will defend the city for my sake and for the sake of my servant david so this is very interesting to read because it shows that our prayer does indeed intercede in ways that are beyond our understanding that the lord does value and hear our prayers and take them into account and now there are people who can say okay but how is that possible because god already knows everything that's going to happen in our lives the lord knows everything and that is true you need to see it as the lord is watching our lives from above perspective so he can see our whole timeline he can see the day that we're born and he can already see the day, the day that we're going to pass away so he sees everything that happens in between not because we are robots and he's like moving us around because we have free will but it's because of his perspective that he can already see everything and that timeline includes our prayers as well i truly believe that when we pray earnestly before the lord with an earnest heart like hezekiah did here short prayers like just a cry out to the lord lord you've seen me help me what happens from there on are the um, consequences of our prayers like our prayers make such a big difference even when we cannot see it even when it's seems like the things that we've prayed for are not happening like the people that we're praying for are not being healed the lord hears those prayers and we need to know that it, i'm a very visual person right so to me coming before the lord in prayer is almost like the, being at the throne room like we're walking into the throne room where the lord is sitting on his throne 
and we're coming before him and kneeling before him and we're speaking our prayers and God, he, he, we're in the same room with the Lord. He hears our prayers. Like we're in his courts. He hears them. So it is that trust that even if we don't see the answer to know that Lord, you've heard me pray that prayer. I have faith and I have trust. And I believe that you've heard me pray that prayer. Then what you do with that I might not understand, but Lord, help me to know that you've heard my prayer. Let Work on my heart in such a way that I know that no matter what happens right now, you are working, you are doing something, you've heard my prayer. If the answer to my prayer is, no, my child, this is not good for you or something like that, then work on my heart and let me know what it is. What is the reason that this prayer cannot be answered right now? Father, work on my heart in that way. See, this is where the transformation happens. This is where the plowing, it's like those um, machines in the farms when they turn over the soil. I know the Bible mentions this as well. It is like that, like you're turning stuff over. It's not just praying. Oh, I want this and it didn't happen. Oh, the answer is no. It's like, no, Lord, why? Why is the answer to this prayer a no? What is it that you want me to see? What is it that you want me to work on? What are you working on in my life right now? And there is also so much power in having other people praying for you. If you have believers, Christian friends around you to go to them and, and let them know, like, can you pray for me this week about this thing? What can I pray for um in your life like what can i pray for for you because that reminds me of when is it paul or peter i believe it's peter i always mess them up like in my head the names are similar and like almost similar letters i don't know but i believe it's peter when peter is in prison peter or paul i think it's peter i'm gonna go with peter when peter is in prison and it mentions that the church prayed earnestly so he was in prison the church prayed earnestly and after that the Lord broke him out of prison. Like this angel of the Lord came to break him out. It did not have to say that the church prayed earnestly. It could have just said, oh, the angel of the Lord broke him out of prison. But it shows that there is significance in the fact that the church prayed, that there, the church prayed. And because of that, this angel broke him out of prison. There is so much power in praying for other people. Again, with that visual image of kneeling before the Lord, before his throne, when you have other people praying for you, there's more people behind you. Like all of you are coming into the throne room of the Lord. You're all kneeling and you're all praying for the same request. Standing with people in prayer, standing with people in faith, there is power in that. And again, knowing, Lord, I know you've heard my prayer on behalf of this person. I know that you've heard this prayer on behalf of your child, your son, your daughter. It's not just me, but we're all standing together. When I was praying for my apartment, I shared that whole journey on TikTok and so many people were praying for me as well, for me and with me. They were standing with me in faith. And I truly believe that the Lord has heard everybody's prayer on my behalf. I still pray that right now when I see people who are like, oh, I'm praying for you, Deborah. I'm praying for your channel. I'm like, Lord, you see these people stepping into your throne room on my behalf. Like they're praying for me. Isn't that something so beautiful? That must be such a beautiful thing to, for him to see as our father, to see his children come together, united in faith and in that belief of like, Lord, we're bringing this thing before you. And I'm praying for my brothers and sisters. It's not just for me. Prayer is not just for ourselves. It's for others as well to pray for other people. And that transforms our heart right there. Now, the last thing I want to say is that there is power in the name of Jesus. Jesus says that anything you ask for in my name, it will be given to you. And 
this goes back to the motives of our heart. This goes back to recognizing that this does not say go before the Lord. He's a genie. Ask for anything and you it will be given to you. Anything that we ask for in Jesus name will be given to us. But place that under that like surrendering of but Lord, your will be done. Maybe this sounds complicated. I hope this makes sense. But yes, ending our prayer with in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Mm, there's power in the name of Jesus. When you also say that at the end of the prayer, you recognize Jesus, there is power in your name, in your mighty name. I'm saying this prayer. I'm bringing this before God in your name, Jesus, because there is power in your name. There's power in the blood of Jesus and there's power in his name. So whatever you pray, whatever you bring before the Lord in communication with him, end it with in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. And that is what I want to say about prayer today, that prayer is communication with your dad. He's Abba father. That word Abba is hard to translate into English because it's such a, it's similar to dad, um, but also not similar because it's even more, even more intimate than that call him dad he's your dad he's your best friend like open that communication and recognize prayer for the powerful tool it is do not dismiss it do not let the enemy make you believe that the lord doesn't hear your prayers because that is a lie and he knows it he knows it he just says that because he wants to silence us listen the year is coming to an end it is not over yet which means that there's still time for the lord to do amazing things god can do a lot in a month and a half god can do a lot in a month god can do a lot in a week let's step into position as his sons and daughters and let's use that sword to fight against the enemy mm -mm, i pray against these things literally pray and declare like dear heavenly father i'm coming for before you today and i'm praying against the schemes of the enemy in my life right now i'm praying against all the things the powers that are at work against me that i cannot see lord i pray that in your mighty name jesus amen that is a powerful prayer right there very short. Let's pray prayers like that. And I want to end this faith talks by praying over you. I want to pray over these last months of the year. So dear heavenly father, dear dad, we come before you today as a family. And Lord, I want to bring before you every single person that's on the other side of this camera. I am so grateful for all of us here together that we get to be in a community with you. Father, I pray that you will bring our hearts back towards you. May that hunger, may that awareness be stirred up within us again, that we need to center you as the bible tells us to do in matthew 6 verse 33 may we center you jesus and may everything else fall into place around that will you do what only you can do in these last months of this year of 2023 may we as your children be aware of the power of prayer once again lord will you awaken that within us so that we may become before your throne boldly knowing that we are your sons and your daughters and that you hear our every single prayer will you work within us what only you can work will you stir up within us what needs to be stirred up Father, will you do what only you can do? Will you stir up our faith so that we can see the breakthrough that you have in store for us? Will you stir up our expectancy? May we be waiting and expectant on you, Lord. May we be bold, expectant, strong, confident in who you've called us to be, Father. And you know what every single person on the other side of this camera is dealing with in their lives right now. Will you step into that situation and will you do what only you can do, Father? May your will be done. And Lord, we pray this in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I pray that this has been a blessing for you. I'm continually praying for you as my family. We are all family in Christ. Let's pray for each other. And yeah, may our faith and expectancy be stirred up once again in Jesus' mighty name. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's Faith Talks episode. And I will be back again very, very soon.